Welcome to the Folktale Project. This is Dan Scholes. Today we have another African folktale, and this one, it's a bit of a long one, but it is about one of the most interesting characters that I've seen in quite some time. This is The Adventures of a Jackal. In a country which is full of wild beasts of all sorts, there once lived a jackal and a hedgehog, and, unlike though they were, the two animals were made great friends, and were often seen in each other's company. One afternoon, they were walking along a road together when the jackal, who was the taller of the two, exclaimed, Oh, there is a barn full of corn. Let us go and eat some. Yes, do let us, answered the hedgehog. So they went to the barn and ate till they could eat no more. Then the jackal put on his shoes, which he had taken off so as to make no noise, and they returned to the high road. After they had gone some way they met a panther, who stopped and bowing politely said, Excuse my speaking to you, but I cannot help admiring those shoes of yours. Do you mind telling me who made them? Yes, I think they are rather nice, answered the jackal. I made them myself, though. Could you make me a pair like them? asked the panther eagerly. I could do my best, of course, replied the jackal. But you must kill me a cow, and when we have eaten the flesh, I will take the skin and make your shoes out of it. So the panther prowled about until he saw a fine cow grazing apart from the rest of the herd. He killed it instantly, and then gave a cry to the jackal and hedgehog to come to the place where he was. They soon skinned the dead beast, spread its skin out to dry, after which they had a grand feast before they curled themselves up for the night and slept soundly. Next morning, Jackal got up early and set to work upon the shoes, while the panther sat by and looked on with delight. At last they were finished, and the jackal arose and stretched himself. Now, go and lay them in the sun out there, said he. In a couple of hours they'll be ready to put on, but do not attempt to wear them before, or you'll feel them most uncomfortable. But I see the sun is high in the heavens, and we must be continuing on our journey. The panther, who always believed what everybody told him, did exactly as he was bid, and in two hours' time began to fasten on the shoes. They certainly set off his paws wonderfully, and he stretched out his forepaws and looked at them with pride. But when he tried to walk, ah, that, that was another story. There was so stiff and hard that he nearly shrieked every step he took, and at last he sank down where he was and actually began to cry. After some time, some little partridges who were hopping about heard the poor panther's groans and went up to see what was the matter. He had never tried to make his dinner of them, and they had always been quite friendly. You seem in pain, one of them said, fluttering close to him. Can we help you? Oh, it is the jackal. He made me these shoes. They are so hard and tight that they hurt my feet, and I cannot manage to kick them off. Lie still, and we will soften them, answered the kind little partridge. And calling to his brothers, they all flew to the nearest spring, 
and carried water in their beaks, which they poured over the shoes. This they did till the hard leather grew soft, and the panther was able to slip his feet out of them. Oh, thank you, thank you, he cried, skipping round with joy. I feel a different creature. Now I will go after the jackal and pay him my debts. And he bounded away into the forest. But the jackal had been very cunning, and had trotted backwards and forwards in and out, so that it was very difficult to know which track he had really followed. At length, however, the panther caught sight of his enemy, at the same moment that the jackal had caught sight of him. The panther gave a loud roar and sprang forward, but the jackal was too quick for him, and plunged into a dense thicket, where the panther could not follow. Disgusted with his failure, but more angry than ever, the panther lay down for a while to consider what he should do next, and as he was thinking, an old man came by. Oh, father, tell me how I can repay the jackal for the way he has served me. And without more ado, he told his story. If you take my advice, answered the old man, you will kill a cow and invite all the jackals in the forest to the feast. Watch them carefully while they are eating, and you will see that most of them keep their eyes on their food. But if one of them glances at you, you will know that is the traitor. The panther, whose manners were always good, thanked the old man and followed his counsel. The cow was killed, and the partridges flew about with invitations to the jackals, who gathered in large numbers to the feast. The wicked jackal came amongst them, but as the panther had only seen him once, he could not distinguish him from the rest. However, they all took their places on wooden seats placed around the dead cow, which was laid across the boughs of a fallen tree, and began their dinner, each jackal fixing his eyes greedily on the piece of meat before him. Only one of them seemed uneasy, and every now and then glanced in the direction of his host. This the panther noticed, and suddenly made a bound at the culprit and seized his tail, but again the jackal was too quick for him, and catching up a knife he cut off his tail and darted into the forest, followed by all the rest of the party. And before the panther had recovered from his surprise, he found himself alone. What do I do now? he asked the old man, who soon came back to see how things had turned out. It is very unfortunate, certainly, answered he, but I think I know where you can find him. There is a melon garden about two miles from here, and as jackals are very fond of melons, they are nearly sure to go there to feed. If you see a tailless jackal, you will know that he is the one you want. So the panther thanked him, and went his way. Now the jackal had guessed what advice the old man would give his enemy, and so, while his friends were greedily eating the ripest melons in the sunniest corner of the garden, he stole behind them and tied their tails together. He had only just finished when his ears caught sound of breaking branches, and he cried, Quick! Quick! Here comes the master of the garden! And the jackals sprang up and ran away in all directions, leaving their tails behind them. And how was the panther to know which was his enemy? They none of them had any tails, he said sadly to the old man, and I am tired of hunting them. I shall leave them alone and go and catch something for supper. Of course, 
The hedgehog had not been able to take part in any of these adventures, but as soon as all danger was over, the jackal went to look for his friend, whom he was lucky enough to find at home. Ah, there you are, he said gaily. I've lost my tail since I saw you last, and other people have lost theirs too, but that's no matter. I'm hungry, so come with me to the shepherd who is sitting over there, and we will ask him to sell us one of his sheep. Yes, that is a good plan, answered the hedgehog, and he walked as fast as his little legs would go to keep up with the jackal. When they reached the shepherd, the jackal pulled out his purse from under his foreleg and made his bargain. Only wait till tomorrow, said the shepherd, and I will give you the biggest sheep you ever saw. But he always feeds at some distance from the rest of the flock, and it would take me a long time to catch him. Well, it is very tiresome, but I suppose I must wait, replied the jackal. And he and the hedgehog looked about for a nice dry cave in which they could make themselves comfortable for the night. But after they had gone, the shepherd killed one of his sheep and stripped off the skin, which he sewed tightly around a greyhound he had with him and put a cord round its neck. Then he lay down and went to sleep. Very, very early, even before the sun was properly up, the jackal and the hedgehog were pulling at the shepherd's cloak. Wake up, they said, and give us that sheep. We've had nothing to eat all night and are very hungry. The shepherd yawned and rubbed his eyes. He's tied up to that tree. Go and take him. So they went to the tree and unfastened the cord and turned to go back to the cave where they had slept, dragging the greyhound after them. When they reached the cave, the jackal said to the hedgehog, Before I kill him, let me see whether he is fat or thin and he stood a little way back so that he might better examine the animal. After looking at him, with his head on one side, for a minute or two, he nodded gravely. He is quite fat enough. He's a good sheep. But the hedgehog, who sometimes showed more cunning than anyone would have guessed, answered, My friend, you are talking nonsense. The wool is indeed a sheep's wool, but the paws of my uncle the greyhound peep out from underneath. He is a sheep repeated the jackal, who did not like to think of anyone cleverer than himself. Hold the cord while I look at him, answered the hedgehog. Very unwillingly, the jackal held the rope, while the hedgehog walked slowly round the greyhound till he reached the jackal again. He knew quite well, by the paws and tail, that it was a greyhound and not a sheep that the shepherd had sold them, and, as he could not tell what turn affairs might take, he resolved to get out of the way. Oh, yes, you're right, he said to the jackal. But I can never eat till I have first drunk. I will just go and quench my thirst from that spring at the edge of the wood, and then I shall be ready for breakfast. Don't be long, then, called the jackal, as the hedgehog hurried off at his best pace, and he lay down under a rock to wait for him. More than an hour passed by, and the hedgehog had had plenty of time to go to the spring and back, and still there was no sign of him. And this was very natural, as he had hidden himself in some long grass under a tree. At length, the jackal guessed that for some reason his friend had run away, and determined to wait for his breakfast no longer. So he went up to the place where the greyhound had been tethered, and untied the rope. 
but just as he was about to spring on his back and give him a deadly bite, the jackal heard a low growl, which never proceeded from the throat of any sheep. Like a flash of lightning, the jackal threw down the cord and was flying across the plain, but, though his legs were long, the greyhound's legs were longer still, and he soon came up with his prey. The jackal turned to fight, but he was no match for the greyhound, and, in a few minutes, he was lying dead on the ground, while the greyhound was trotting peacefully back to the shepherd. And that is The Adventures of a Jackal from Andrew Lang's Fairy Books. And in it we meet a really interesting character, the jackal, who plays parts of trickster and really just general annoyance, but with that unearned confidence that ends up getting him in the end. And the thing that really kind of sticks with me about this story and, and bothers me a bit is the shepherd killed a perfectly good sheep to save a perfectly good sheep. I know that he was getting his money, but he still ended up losing a sheep. It doesn't really matter how it died or who killed it or where it went, unless he also ate the mutton, but they make no uh, notice of that. This is Dan Schulz for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com where you'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening.